1: So Isaiah Rogers is still on the Colts roster. I picked up a printout today and I said, okay, number thirty-four, Isaiah Rogers, still there. He hasn't been cut, he hasn't been suspended, he hasn't been banned, none of that. The investigation is ongoing. Shane Steichen said he isn't talking about any of this while the investigation's ongoing, and you can bet he's not going to talk about it after either. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about whether the Colts knew long ago. I thought it was weird, the quiet that existed about Isaiah Rogers, and this goes back to pre-draft when Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator, talked to us about him. We'll talk about the odds that Vegas has, uh, has placed upon the Colts' chances to win the Super Bowl, and as you would imagine, they are not good, although they are a little bit worse than I would guess. One of the AFC South rivals has even worse odds. And that's good. The Colts, by the way, rank 30th out of the 32 teams. I had to do the math very quickly. 32 minus 2. Mm-hmm. All right, what did we see today from Anthony Richardson? Shared the video already with you, so you saw exactly what we saw, minus the stuff where it's people on people. This is quarterbacks on air, Right. When it goes people on people, cameras are down. We can't share that video. We can't take that video. But what did we see? We heard from Kylan Granson today. We heard from EJ Speed today. What did we hear from them? We'll talk about all of that. We are going to talk about the Colts a lot. We'll talk a little bit about the NBA Finals. We'll talk a little bit about Lionel Messi coming to Miami. to play in the MLS. How about that? They always come here when they're old, right? I don't blame them. It's a good paycheck. Let's talk about sports, shall we? This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give Jared Johnson a call. He's the best plumber we've ever had in the house. 765-610-8809 smash that subscribe button, punch the like button, see that bell icon? If you hit it, you will get an alert every time we go live. What a boon to your enjoyment of this work that would be. And if you want to make a super thanks donation, make a super thanks donation. We appreciate it. Your comment will be read. It will be responded to. That is my solemn vow. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Isaiah Rogers, obviously not on the field today. He wasn't there last week either. What do we make of any of this? Uh, We know that there's an investigation ongoing about Isaiah Rogers, whether he gambled or not while on Colts' property, whether he gambled on the the Colts, whether he may have bet against the Colts. We don't know. We do know through reverse engineering there was some weird stuff going on last year with the Indianapolis Colts. Gacking up a 33-0 lead at Minnesota, the incredible fourth quarter that the Cowboys played against the Colts, uh, and the last game of the season with the Colts and the Texans, wow, there was a lot going on that demands kind of further scrutiny. And this, see, you can't, even the appearance of impropriety does not help. In fact, it hurts because it puts in our mind the seed of suspicion, the seed of doubt that the NFL's on the up and up. And you can't have that seed of doubt. Roger Goodell knows that. That's why they send around, and we found this out, like we didn't know whether it was the teams doing the symposiums, the little seminars about gambling, or whether it was the NFL. The NFL sends around a guy or some people to talk about gambling and what the rules are and what the rules are not. And in talking or listening to E.J. Speed, what he had to say was, you know what he does? He has done gamble. He makes it that simple. Like, all right, I will take all doubt out of the equation by not participating at all. In fact, all of the people, all of the players, and there were four of them that we had access to today who were asked by the media about the gambling protocols They all said, look, we don't do it. Just don't gamble. I don't indulge in it. One said, I don't indulge in it much. I don't know what that means. But uh, there are a lot of guys in the NFL who spend a little bit of idle time going to casinos and playing, uh, you know, playing craps, playing blackjack, that kind of thing. It is not unusual for professional athletes who have a whole lot of money to walk into a casino with a thick-ass bankroll. And start, uh, I've seen it, peeling off hundreds and, you know, get, that's what happens. That's what these people do. What they don't do, hopefully, is gamble on football. There should be no confusion about that whatsoever. There are signs everywhere in the locker room, do not gamble on football. It's just that simple. And when you're on the property of your employer, do not gamble on sports. Don't go on DraftKings and book a bet. Don't do it. It's that. It's that simple. How did Anthony Richardson look? Let's talk about that and what do his teammates think of him? Anthony Richardson just makes everything look easy, everything. And right now it is because there's really there's no legitimate defense. Nobody's in pads. Nobody's hitting each other. We, and the truth is this: whether he and we know, we've seen him in workouts. This third time, or if not the fourth time, we've had video taken video of him throwing the football and we see what he can do we see that the ball explodes out of his hand we see that he we see that he moves his legs really well in fact today I got a little bit bored videotaping what Anthony Richardson was doing so I videotaped some of the work done by the running backs because we're not going to see anything that is meaningful from Anthony Richardson despite the fact I will amp myself into believing that this is not true I'm warning you right now
2: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: When the Colts start playing preseason games, when they play that second preseason game against the Bears at Lucas Oil Stadium, we're going to say this is meaningful. It's not. It's not... I'm going to go back, I'm going to play this this uh, YouTube Live back for myself, and I'm going to say, listen, you dumbass, remember what you said. This is not important, and it's not because he's not looking at NFL game day schemes. He's looking at very vanilla schemes, and especially against a guy like Matt Eberflus, who is always vanilla. What do you think you're going to see in the second preseason game against a defense that's run by Matt Eberflus? You're gonna see the most vanilla vanilla. It's gonna be like that that yogurt with no flavor. It tastes like sour cream. It's like ah, this is terrible. This tastes like nothing. This is so bland. I can't stand it. That is what the Colts and Anthony Richardson will see in that second preseason game and that is why it's not going to make a damn bit of difference. Now it's gonna be a little bit interesting those joint practices the ones against the Bears and then the ones in Philly against the Eagles those are going to be a little bit interesting but only a little bit interesting because those are going to be those practices are going to be against teams who are going to be a little bit multiple in their schematics and because they're not going to play the Colts in the regular season and really unlikely to see them in the playoffs because both teams would have to make the Super Bowl. And that is not a likelihood. We'll talk about that in a minute. But what you are going to see is maybe the best test for Anthony Richardson that we'll see until that season opener on September 10th at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Jaguars. Uh, Shane Steichen said both Juju Brent and uh, Darius Rush have looked pretty good at cornerback, and that's a good thing because those guys going to have to do some heavy lifting. You got Kenny Moore, you got those two guys, you got Dallas Flowers, and whoop, that's about the end of the list. We're, we're going to see how they do without Isaiah Rogers and without the long-lamented, absent Stephon Gilmore, who is going to be a Dallas Cowboy this year, while Evan Hull is going to be an Indianapolis Colt. Those two players were kind of traded for one another as the Colts received in exchange for Stephon Gilmore, the draft pick they used to select Evan Hull. Um, I love EJ Speed. EJ Speed's awesome. I'm going to put up the uh, the media availability. We'll do that tomorrow at about 11 o'clock. You're going to see why EJ... If you don't root for EJ Speed, you're a crazy person. And I think EJ Speed is going to be a better football player than Bobby Okereke was here. I think that he is going to fill those shoes and exceed filling those shoes very, very nicely. Brashad uh, Perriman, we talked to a little bit, and we talked to him about uh, the catch that he uh, had from Anthony Richardson. Long ball, and it was feathered right there in stride for Perryman. Awesome. Again, nobody's hitting anybody. You're throwing kind of, you're throwing with impunity, you're not going to get hit in these practices, so you can kind of just sit back there, grow roots, and fling it. And that's what Anthony Richardson did, but it was on time on target. And Perriman kind of smiled and was like, hey, he's got a strong arm, and that is good for a guy who likes to get vertical like me. Uh, we heard from Kylan Granson. Kylan Granson, I, you know, I don't know which of these guys, which of the seven tight ends, are going to wind up contributing most, but I would not bet against Kylan Granson. If Bernard Ryman is blocking his position as well as he did in the second half of the season last year, they're not going to need to keep a tight end in all the time to block and pass pro for Anthony Richardson. So you're going to have an opportunity for a guy like Granson to get into patterns and make catches and be dynamic with the football. And, and that is really what's necessary. All of this kind of fits together in a really nice way because with Richardson, you got to have a spy, which takes away a linebacker. You take away a linebacker and you add a tight end who's not necessarily blocking, and all of a sudden you got as many receivers out there as you got DBs and guys in coverage. That kind of math works and will make everything easier for Anthony Richardson. It's a good thing, ultimately a really good thing for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Did the Colts know about Rodgers being investigated prior to yesterday? There's a person within Indianapolis Sports Media, and I'm not going to say who, because he didn't say, yeah, you can quote me on this. People were just talking in the room. And what he said is he called the Colts, and he said, hey, I'm hearing a rumor And this is long before the report. I'm hearing a rumor that Isaiah Rogers is being investigated by the NFL for gambling. And the response on the other end of the phone was both profane and revealing in that it was a surprise to them that they heard it. Now, was it a surprise that they heard it from this reporter? Or was it a surprise that they heard it, period, and had heard nothing about it up until that point? That's kind of the question. Uh... Josh Downs could have practiced today, according to Shane Steichen, but why push it? He said, uh, said Steichen. Colts, they are $12,500 plus $12,500 to win the Super Bowl. That's like 125 to 1. Wow. That, those, are, those are great odds if you believe in the Colts. If you think the Colts are going to win the Super Bowl, this is your opportunity to make a lot of money. You could maybe pay off your house by betting uh, betting two grand on this thing. And that'd be a relatively nice house. Uh, The Jaguars are plus 2,500. That's not very good. The Titans are plus 10,000. That's really not good, just ahead of the Colts. And the Texans are plus 20,000. So the AFC South is kind of up for grabs. And if you make the tournament, you got a shot. And if you don't believe me, ask the Miami Heat who are playing the Nuggets tonight and are six-point dogs against those Nuggets despite playing in South Beach. Uh, the Jaguars unveiled their uh, Stadium of the Future renovation. The stadium renovation is going to cost between 1.3 and $1.4 million, and there's another uh, six dollars to $700,000 of real estate development in the area. Uh, This is going to wind up being a 50-50 proposition between Shad Khan, the owner of the Jags, and Jacksonville. That's a billion each. More of the real estate uh, renovation or build is going to be financed by Shad Khan. More of the stadium is going to be financed by the city. That is how the NFL likes things. So, okay, good. What does this mean for the Indianapolis Colts? The Indianapolis Colts are almost exactly halfway through their 30-year lease. It was 30. This is going to be 15. On August 31st, they're going to have 15 years left. And it's about time for the phones to start ringing between Jimmer, Ursay and the Colts, the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana, and the surrounding counties to pony up again for a renovation. There is no way that it has been lost on Jim Ursay that the Pacers Sports and Entertainment is getting a very, very handsome facelift to Gainbridge Fieldhouse, and they will expect the same treatment at Lucas Oil Stadium. I don't know what that means. Lucas Oil Stadium was an enormously beneficial bargain for the city. I know it cost $720 million, but that's from raising the previous real estate, and building fresh this stadium with already broad concourses and an ability to monetize that square footage. $720 million for that stadium, that's a huge bargain. So it's not going to cost all that much to upgrade it. The upgrade is not going to be $1.3, $1.4 billion, as it's going to be in Jacksonville. It's not going to be that. It's going to be less but not a whole lot less. I would expect all in, it's going to cost as much to renovate it as it costs to build it. The good thing is, is that it's really in pretty damn good shape and has been well cared for and still provides an excellent fan experience and an excellent opportunity for the city and for the Indianapolis Colts to profit from its existence. That's a good thing. It's going to get tense, though. And we know that. It's been a while since we've had that kind of tension. This is going to get tense. Because there are cities out there that are going to overpay for an NFL franchise in facilities. This here, this is going to get interesting. But I think in the end, the Colts will stay. And again, that lease doesn't expire until August 31st of 2038. So Anthony Richardson looked pretty good. But he's going to continue to look good and it's utterly meaningless. And everybody else looked all right. The running backs looked okay. Tight ends looked okay. The offensive line, nothing interesting there. Nobody's hitting anybody. So, this is the last time we're going to get a chance to look at the OTAs. But, mini camp, mandatory mini camp is next week. And then we're only about five and a half weeks away from the opening of training camp where things are really going to get more interesting. And I cannot wait for that. Let's go. We got 95 days to opening day. Could it come any quicker? That's what we want. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 6.15 every single weekday morning. We talk sports, nothing but sports.
0: Plus.